podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday before Liverpool face Benfica in the second leg of the Champions League quarter-final. Liverpool now know that should they be victorious tonight and go through to the semi-final, they will not face Bayern Munich, as was expected. They will instead face Villarreal. Villarreal drew 1-1 at the Alliance Arena last night to knock Bayern out at Unai Emery masterclass and Carl Matchett firmly in the mud over this one. Uh, Dracula triumphing in Munich. You have to give Villarreal credit. They played really, really well. They defended well. And when they got their opportunity to counter-attack in the 88 minute, they did and they were clinical. Bayern were masters of their own demise. I thought Nagelsmann's tactical setup was just so arrogant. To play a back three with two inverted wingers as your wing-backs was just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And he is the reason, more than any, that Bayern are out. I did find it amusing to see the video from Bayern Munich TV or whatever it's called as the draw was made with Hassan Salahamazic, the director of football, and some presenter fella basically laughing that they'd drawn Villarreal. The arrogance was stunning. So they're out. We would now face Villarreal. Obviously, we have a little bit of history with them, having played them in the Europa League semi-finals in 2016, and we beat them. Emre Chan coming back from that injury to lead us to the final. Divock Origi playing well as well, despite his own injury problems at the time. You'd have to be confident that we'll go through, beat Benfica, beat Villarreal, but it's still going to be difficult. Now, the funniest part of it all is the crying from other fan bases. So we had Everton fans crying last night about how lucky we are, how they've had, and I quote, tougher draws in the FA Cup. This is an Everton team who've won eight games in the league this season and in total have won 12 matches across all competitions. In the FA Cup, they had Hull, Brentford, Boreham Wood and Crystal Palace, who with due respect are 10th in the Premier League. In the League Cup, they had Huddersfield and QPR. Still couldn't get to a semi-final of the FA Cup or even the fourth round of the League Cup. This is an Everton team that this season have lost to bottom half Aston Villa, bottom three Watford, bottom half Brentford, Mid-table Crystal Palace, 
mid-table, bottom half, Brighton, bottom of the table, Norwich, bottom half, Villa, Villa again, bottom five at the time, or bottom four at the time, Newcastle, bottom half, Southampton, and bottom three, Burnley. And they're crying because we're in the Champions League and getting what they deem to be an easy draw. They've lost to all three teams in the bottom three, and they're crying because we're in the Champions League playing good teams. I mean, let's look at our run thus far. We played AC Milan, runners-up in Serie A last year, currently top of the league. We played Porto, runners-up in the Primera Liga last year, currently top of the league. We played Atletico Madrid, reigning La Liga champions. Now, they're fourth this season, but they're still a decent team. They're in the Champions League quarterfinals against Man City. That one will be decided tonight as well, and that's not over by a long shot. Then we played Inter Milan, the reigning Premier uh, Serie A champions. Then we played Benfica, as we are now. They're no easy pushover. And it'll be Villarreal next, who won the Europa League last year. Manchester United fans crying about us playing Villarreal. They wouldn't be in the competition if they hadn't beaten you in the Europa League final last year. AC Milan. Many-time European Cup winner. Porto, two-time European Cup winner. Inter, two-time Europe, three-time European Cup winner, excuse me. Benfica, two-time European Cup winner. We, we've been playing the giants of Europe. Just because you don't like it doesn't make it any different. City fans crying about the fact that if they go through against Atleti, they have to play Real, whereas we get Villarreal. And then trying to make the excuses of, oh, it's harder to win the Premier League. Well, if it's harder to win the Premier League, why do you have no European Cups? If it's harder to win the Premier League, why did Alex Ferguson manage to win 13 of them and only two European Cups? If it's harder to win the Premier League, how did Arsene Wenger's great Arsenal team never win the European Cup? How have Chelsea, in the 19 years of, of Abramovich, throwing money away and lighting it on fire, only won two European Cups. How is it that we have 19 titles and only six European Cups? If it's supposedly harder to win the Premier League, how is it that us, United, etc., 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 have all won far more league titles than European Cups? And how is it that Man City have none? How is it that with all your money and all your cheating, You've got none. You haven't won a European Cup. So how can you say it's easier to win something that you have routinely failed to win? Oh, Micka Richards says, you know how many Champions League finals Micka Richards played in? The same amount as me. None. Oh, Roy Keane said, I love Roy Keane. Roy Keane is bitter because he missed his one and only Champions League final. And nobody cares what Gary Neville has to say. Nobody. It is harder to win the European Cup than it is to win the Premier League. 
It just is. If it wasn't, you'd have a multitude of Premier League teams with five and six European Cups. Instead, you've got one. It's us. Don't be bitter. It's not a good look. Anyway, let's move on. Chelsea, by the way, also out of the European Cup. Beaten by Real Madrid last night. Actually put in a great performance, to their credit. They were three up and looked like they were going through. And then Luka Modric displaying that once again, he is not from this planet. He is some sort of alien. Unbelievable ball to set up the first Real goal into extra time. And it's Benzema with yet another header, yet more comical defending. Comical defending from Antonio Rudiger, who'd scored. And then there's that. Um, yeah. It is us. If we get through, it is Villarreal, it is Real Madrid, and it is City or Atleti, depending on who comes through there. It could be very funny if we're the only English team left. It could be very, very funny. And would it be at all surprising? And for people writing off Real Madrid in that semi-final, I, I would direct you to have a look at their team from last night. I would just ask you to take the time to look at that team. Thibaut Courtois is one of the five best keepers on the planet. Danny Carvial has four European Cup winners medals. Four of them. Nacho has four of them. David Alaba, two of them. Ferland Mendy hasn't won one yet. Modric, Casemiro and Cruz, four of them. Benzema, four of them. Asensio's got a couple. Bale has four. Lucas Vasquez has, I think, three, maybe four. Don't write off a team with that much knowledge of what it takes to win the European Cup. You will look a fool if you try and write that off. They know how to win games. And you can say, if City played them and they were that wide open, yada, yada, yada. That's also a Real Madrid team, remember, missing Eder Militao, who's their best defensive player. But when they've got the likes of Valverde and they've got the likes of Camavinga coming off the bench, I didn't even mention Marcelo on the bench who came on. He's got four of them things as well. Don't write off teams that know how to win. If we were currently in a race for the title against a City team who'd never won it before and we had won it, we'd all feel a lot more confident because they don't know how to win the league. But this City team does. This Real Madrid team knows how to win the European Cup. And by the way, their manager, he's got three of them. He's got three of them. Them boys know how to win European Cups. Don't write them off. You will look a fool if you write them off. Moving into the Liverpool game tonight. This is Anfield. Ten key things to know. Benfica rested a lot of players at the weekend. Vagel, Rafa Silva, Ramos, Gilberto, Grimaldo and Vertonghen all sat out. Darwin Nunes did score a hat-trick though. Uh, they're expected to line up basically with the same team that played us last time. Though this suggested 11 has Concalves in for Rafa Silva 
Rafa Silva, always to take no part due to minor physical discomfort. If Rafa Silva's out, massive blow for them. Massive blow. He caused us problems. He was the one that created the goal. He's a big blow if he's missing. A fully fit red squad. Klopp acknowledged that there are no injuries. Tacky, Harvey, Divock and Ox were left out on Sunday. But with the bigger bench tonight, a couple of them should be back in. Uh, They've gone for a possible 11 here, which is Ali, Trent, Ibu, Verge, Robbo, Fabinho, Keita, Jones, Mane, Diaz, Bobby. That is the 11 I think I would go with. I think that is the 11 I would go with. Uh, and I elsewhere, obviously, we know now that we're playing Villarreal in the next round. Alison Becker has said we want to win everything, and he's right. Did you know that we're all for good omens at this stage of the season and we wouldn't mind this one playing out, out again? As the last two times Liverpool and Benfica have met in the quarterfinals of the European Cup, the Reds have gone on to lift the trophy uh, that was 78 and 84. We would take it again in 22. Klopp talked about Anfield and the effect that it can have on the game. So hopefully the fans are right behind the team tonight. Um, won't even attempt to pronounce this referee's name. Not a chance, but he has never refereed a Liverpool or Benfica game. In his three Champions League matches this season, he's issued 13 yellow cards and one red. He gives on average about 22 fouls per game. So with Benfica enjoying a bit of a roll on the ground, that could be one to monitor. And there will be text commentary on This Is Anfield tonight. Dan Club will be in charge of that from about 7.15. Uh, they've put together two potential lineups. So this one here, is Ali, Trent, Ibu, Verge, Robbo, Nabi, Fab, Thiago, Salah, Firmino and Luis Diaz, with the second one being Ali, Trent, Kanate, Virgil, Costas, Keita, Henderson, Jones. Keita, Henderson, Jones is possible tonight. The issue is Benfica were able to play quickly through our midfield. And that'll be a lot easier with Henderson there rather than Fabinho. And a front three of Jota, Firmino and Diaz. Henderson hasn't started the last three Champions League games. Villarreal is definitely not the type of game you want to start him in. That's definitely one for Naby, Fabinho, Thiago. So if he's going to start again in the European Cup this season, this should be it. This should be that one. Uh, Moving on to liverpool.com they've also put together a predicted team uh what have they got so matt addison he has gone for allison trent virgil canate simicus fabinho henderson keita jota firmino diaz james martin He's gone Allison, Trent, Ibu, Verge, Robbo, Fabinho, Jones, Keita, Salah, Firmino, Diaz, Salah, Firmino, Diaz, Adam Brown, 
decided not... To, oh, no, here it is. Alison Gomez, Gomez at right back. Don't see that. Canate, Virgil, Simicus. We're not going to make three changes in defence, I don't think. I think that would be... I think that's too much to expect. Uh, Fabinho, Henderson, Keita, Salah, Firmino, Diaz in attack. All three of them have predicted Liverpool's victory. So we will wait and see how this one works out for us tonight. But you certainly would be confident going in with the lead that we have that we should be able to pull through. Joe Felix transfer claim made as Liverpool have five-man Benfica hint for Champions League. Liverpool have been linked with a transfer for Darwin Nunes. Klopp's players set to face him again in the Champions League. Not really sure how. Oh, this is because the manager came out and said that their manager came out and said that he should go at the same price as Joe Felix did, which is about 113 million. He won't go for close to that, um, but he'll go for 60, 65. Liverpool ready to battle with 25 million transfer bid as Barcelona offer future Jurgen Klopp plan. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's Bremer. We won't be signing Bremer. Barcelona unearthed possible Jurgen Klopp heir. The FSG plan for replacing Jurgen Klopp is still shrouded in mystery. To some extent, the owners have their hands tied in how much they can plan. The right managers are not all, always available at the right time. Uh, there are a couple of ways to avoid the elite coach carousel. One of them is to appoint someone from within, and there's certainly a viable case for Pep and Linders. He will definitely be considered as a successor to Klopp. Another approach would be to gamble on a less proven manager. While the risk may be higher, there is also significant potential reward. Uh, former Liverpool players Steven Gerrard, Fernando Torres, Xabi Alonso, and apparently Barca are about to offer Javier Mascarano a role as a coach. Um, based on what we've seen at Aston Villa, Steven Gerrard is not an option. Torres and Alonso will be a long way short. It will take a top manager to replace a great manager. So those ideas need to be confined firmly to the bin for the immediate short term and medium term. Got a couple of new articles up on anfieldindex.com. This one here called The Backup Boys, written by Stephen Smith. The Machine, do give that one a read when you get a chance. There is a new Under Pressure, a new AI Scouted, and a new Rate Don't Hate. So loads of podcasts for you as well. That's me for today. I will see you tomorrow. Enjoy the game. And hopefully, hopefully we all wake up tomorrow as Champions League semi-finalists. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.